Hello, Attactioneers. Welcome to the Attack Action Podcast, America's podcast, number one flesh and blood podcast in the year of our Lord James White, 2024. Jimmy Blanco. The Attack Action Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Morrow. And I'm your host, Colin Honigman. What's up, Taylor? (laughs) Happy New Year. Uh, Happy New Year to you, sir. I love the color of t-shirt you are wearing tonight. It's orange for those listening. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'm doing good. (laughs) Well, it's kind of like, uh, anyway, uh, visual stuff is not great for an audio (laughs) format, so... (laughs) It just could be visual. Handsome. We'll see how it goes. We might be visual. I don't know. That's true. New a year, new, leaf. new new video podcast. Yeah, basically, you're just watching two dudes who are very similar, but not the same dude, but at the same time, the same dude talking about the same game. So that, that should be fun for everybody visually. Uh, here we are, the Attack Action Podcast. 2024 first episode in what is now our fourth year of existence as a podcast so congratulations to us uh it's gonna be an awesome year i can't wait and just say now be the greatest year for us and flesh and blood boom great prediction thank you hot take (laughs) hot take uh, so yeah, today on this fine episode, we're going to be talking about just heavy hitters. Some of the preliminary spoilers from spoiler season, our thoughts on that drama surrounding it, our thoughts on that drama, if we have any, uh, we might bring some new drama to the scene, uh, or we'll bring your mama or a llama could all happen or none of it. You have to Stay pay attention to find out. Yeah. Exactly. So, but before we get to that, uh, we have some news. A, Heavy Hitters is imminent. We are like four weeks away, something like that. Uh, So that's awesome. Living Legends format is, uh, has a banned and restricted list now, mainly a restricted list of cards and people had feelings about that Colin your thoughts it makes sense (laughs) Uh, see I've seen the one tournament that we had here for AGE shout out to Justin AGE crew Uh, it was a lot of Starvo it was a lot of what's her face Icelander and what's her know, face the queen up there. oak and old is still not a old him specialization <laughs> oh wait it was oak and old especially no it wasn't it was Oak-N-Old the other one is not with In the really cool art too <clears throat> so yeah. yeah uh and then warmongers is restricted which is funny because they're like oh it just mm-hmm. kills chain and everyone wanted to play chain but they couldn't because everyone can play warmongers and kill him on the spot with drawing the card at the right time 
pretty good for everyone else, pretty bad for Chain. Seems interesting. Restricted is an interesting thing that we haven't seen yet. Just having uh, the one card, one copy of the card in your deck. So mm-hmm. that'll be that'll be something. Living Legend isn't something I'm super interested in. I think it's good for the game to allow people to just keep playing heroes they like. Um, so I do think they have to make sure it's fun to play, if not balanced. Yeah. I, they yeah. said balance isn't the thing. They want it to be busted, but it can't be one-sided. One deck wins everything. Yeah, totally. So here we go. Yeah, what I'm you, interested to see... Well, I'm just interested to see how those changes affect the meta, if at all, if it makes it better. Um, allowing only one copy of Awakening means that, you know, that BS play is uh, a little less consistent. So it's still <laughs> totally going to happen. <laughs> we'll just uh, we'll just wait and see uh, what's going on. Uh, I haven't really dipped into that format myself. Uh, but I feel like I kind of want to, so I don't know. We'll see. Definitely going to try to play it at the hype house. More on that later. Would you play chain? (laughs) Yeah, I think, I think so. Either that or skeleton viscerai. Like those were two of my, uh, favorite decks of all time. So we'll see, you know, there's a lot more tools for that. The Skeleton Viscerai mirror match I did on stream, which was just, and he makes more rune chants, and then he's going to make more oh, rune yeah. chants, and who's going to win first? Yeah. It was it was not exciting. <laughs> exciting for but some. But interesting, you know, for a, uh, in a in academic, intellectual kind of way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah, I I think it's cool. I mean, you know, the, the big issue people had with that was, you know, why aren't we just banning things? Why are we restricting things? Why don't we do the same thing in Classic Constructed? You know, blah, blah, blah. And there were some social media exclamation or explanations and some in the article, you know, that sort of thing. Basically, you just got to think of them as two different formats that have two different solutions and this is the solution that they've chosen for living legend to restrict cards rather than ban stuff and you know we'll see how it goes is is basically the state we're at <laughs> for a you know not primary format that seems fine are you okay? Yeah, totally. I'm just trying to turn my heater off with my foot. <laughs> I thought your leg cramped up or something. It kind of did. <laughs> ah, there's did still it. time. Incredible. There's, there's still time. It might still happen. Uh, yeah, so <sighs> we'll see. We'll keep monitoring that. I'd like to play it at some point, break out old Prism, even though I think I just tore that whole deck apart, so maybe not. You did for what reason? Also, why was it still together? That's crazy. Because I found it in a box. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, you know, when you just have deck boxes and you don't know what's in them, and then you find it and you're like, what's in here? And you're like, oh shit, it's my prism deck from several years ago. So I took it apart. 
to make Solid. new prism. Hell yeah. Living lurker format. Awesome. Well, yeah. cool. Anything else before this uh, next bomb we have on the podcast? No. Okay. So in perhaps terrible news to start off the year at the beginning of the podcast, uh, Isaac will be taking a step back from being on the pod. Um, he's going to, he has a segment here that he's going to, uh, most likely cry in as we all do listening to it, uh, about him needing time, uh, away from the podcast just due to how his life is and how much it's meant to him and that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, we'll let him explain it in his own words. Hello, Attactioneers. Isaac here. I'm taking a moment to announce that I will be taking a step back from the production of the Attack Action Podcast. It has been a number of months now that I have been unable to invest the necessary time to create a good product and one that I'm truly proud of. This is unfair to our awesome team and to all the listeners as well. As we've made this podcast over the year, our individual inputs have been fairly cyclic in terms of who could invest the necessary amount of time to create quality content. However, as my career has changed and been steadily ramping up, the opportunity cost for me to remain a primary driving force in our production is just too great. Due to competing hobbies and personal goals, as well as a busier work schedule, I'm no longer able to invest enough time into the game to stay competitive and knowledgeable, especially when the meta is ever-changing. The bottom line is that I'm unwilling to burn all my PTO and extra funds in order to keep up to date on everything in the world of fab, especially at the expense of other goals in my life. It's just become too much to manage. This means that I will not be able to produce content that I'm satisfied with. I generally put a lot of hours into many of our deeper strategic episodes, and I don't want to just show up every month and ramble off the cuff about things I'm not really educated on. A big part of our mission statement is to always produce quality content that we are proud of, and that's what I've always wanted to do. While my excitement about the game has admittedly dwindled a bit in the past year, this by no means is to say that I will stop playing or stop making content entirely. I would be happy to provide what input I can, but agreeing to a level of commitment and then regularly falling short is not fair to Taylor and Colin or any of you. Fab is a truly magical and great game. It has a vibrant world filled with great characters, all realized in one of the best TCG game systems that has ever been created. I've not been on board with every direction that LSS has chosen to take the game as of late, but that by no means has diminished my respect for the game devs and the innovation they continue to show. This all comes at a time when I have been craving more kitchen table and less competitive games in my life. I have a great love for the former and have become a little burnt out on traveling and playing semi-competitively almost exclusively. I will always love and play fab every chance I get. I've just reached a point where the cost of being involved enough to make good content is too great. I hope to relax back into a level of play that I truly enjoy and have the time and energy to pursue other goals in my life as well. Thank you all so much for every experience, in person and otherwise. That you have given me over the past three years a huge thank you to taylor and colin 
This has truly been a life-changing and deeply rewarding experience. Until next time. Thank you, Isaac. I'm not, I'm, I'm not crying. You're crying. Okay. So don't try to blame that on me. I was shocked (laughs) when Isaac told us, but I understand you gotta, you gotta do what's best for you. And we're here. He'll still be around. He's in our discord. So now if we want to hang out with Isaac, you really should join our discord to see him there. Uh, but he'll be around. He'll be at the hype house, you know, new, new friend for life. I don't need to worry about that, but I'll miss having, you know, forced interactions with him, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> by monthly basis. <laughs> yeah, totally. You know, that's, I think that's the benefit just... of doing a, a podcast with your friends. You just, you're like, cool. We're just going to hang out more often than I yeah. with other people. I think he just was tired of his like perfect vision and cause he doesn't need glasses. So he has perfect vision and just, you know, how, you know, quivering his upper lip is compared to our masculine lips, upper lips. And I Remember think that was just hard for him. Mustache, though? That was glorious. That was cool. <laughs> that was the, Live podcast from 2022 December. Yeah, Isaac shows Go up. Go check with that the out. Biggest handlebar mustache. <laughs> well, you know, we if love we were you, really Isaac. more. Well, go ahead. Well, I was just okay. What I was gonna say, if we were really prepared for this, we would have had uh, like a uh, a reel cut together of all his like best moments in the podcast, and we would just string them together over some sappy music. Um, sadly, we are not that prepared. Is that like news agencies who are prepared for like famous people who might die at any given moment? And they're just like, yeah, totally. The, like the, there's a team of people. There's probably like some secret, uh, like, no, I guess not secret, but just a database where they have that ready to go. And somebody updates it every once in a while. Yeah. That'd be a weird job. Anyways. Uh, I was just gonna say, Isaac, we love you. And you know, We'll see you around. We'll we'll let we'll make sure everyone knows how you're doing. So when you give us updates, we'll give them updates as he's out there saving actual lives and land from fires, kittens from Superhero. trees. Super. Yeah, I was also gonna say he was just tired of carrying us with all his winning <laughs> of events and doing well with his yeah totally his various decks. Uh, so now it's up to me, I guess. No, Hell it's yeah. not going to be me. Congratulations, you're the new Isaac. <laughs> I'm the new Isaac. I am not prepared for this. Uh, 2024 is now going to be rough. My prediction has <laughs> already failed. <laughs> Damn it. Um, yeah, so, you know, reach out to, to Isaac on Twitter or in Discord. Mm-hmm. You know, tell him, tell him that you love him, but that you understand. There you go. Rest in power. Right. I mean, just like generally, not like forever. Yeah, I would love it if everybody was more powerful, you know? And like rest. If I could get some rest. <laughs> uh, we'll move on into shout outs. So my one shout out is the Pitch It To Me podcast. I have recently become a fan of theirs and I have been 
loving their whole deal. It's unique and they're fun. And they had our boy Anthony Pham on for an episode recently. And that was like a really great episode. And they also tried to define tempo. And that reminded me of the episode me and Isaac did all about tempo, which I think maybe still holds up, but go give that a listen and see if you agree or disagree. Isaac says the word tempi a lot, I think. Yeah, which I counseled him not to. And, uh, you know, he's a man without a mustache, so he just does whatever he wants. <laughs> uh, that is true. Um, that's Our mustaches are actually binding us from doing everything we want to do. Yeah, it's a symbiotic relationship between me and this being. <laughs> Venom. yeah and our upper lips uh i have i have a couple shout outs i just want quick shout out to everyone's favorite deck building site fabrary you know when you just want to see all the new spoilers they're there man all y'all who help out there we appreciate you it's a beautiful site so many awesome features for free i should probably give them money and maybe this is the year to do it we'll see finances are weird sometimes next last shout out i want to shout out to the one and only greg who's been doing the carrying the torch for our story of wraith uh, audio experience episodes uh producing those with us uh also you know helping behind the scenes a little bit giving us access to some cool new tech to record so hopefully recording sounds gooder than it did sometimes (laughs) sometimes <laughs> uh and we yeah. appreciate you uh the decry of sound what a baller what a good what a good name on twitter <sighs> anyways um that's all i got excellent uh well okay i'm gonna put okay. this in here i yeah, guess yeah uh Speaking of us and the support we need, support us. Please do that. Best way you can do that is join our Patreon. You get to join the elite group of super fans and talk with them in the Discord. We're talking heavy hitters. See what I did there? Uh, such as Thor Mike, uh, Jesse, a.k.a. Riptide Genius, a.k.a. That Talishar Lexi guy, uh, a.k.a. the Orc Knight. He's got a lot of a.k.a.s in there. Uh, Greg's in there. So if you want to hang out with Darth Prentice himself, you can hang out with him. Uh, Manuel is still there, but he's just behind the scenes. Hanging out. Lurking. But he's still there. We love that guy. Uh, Yeah, so you get to hang out with that elite group of people. And and more chum it up, you know. That's right. It's excellent. If you can't do that, which is only four dollars a month, then liking and subscribing, and leaving comments, rating and reviewing—that's another great way. Super yeah, easy. Go iTunes and all you Spotify people, you just do it right there. You look like five stars, you know, just boop. 
Maybe leave it. Can you leave a review? I think you can. I don't know. Why not? If you can't, um, I think you could star it. We have a poll every episode you could answer that says, how did you like this episode? I haven't figured out how to change it or how I would change it other than that. So feel free to engage with it that way. Um, you, know you could leave your it, comments about know. how to engage with that in the poll for that. Nice. So that'll be a fun, fun one to parse through there for me. And uh, then if you don't feel like doing that stuff, the least you could do is tell a friend. That would be excellent. You know, grow them numbers. This year was a good year for us, as every year has been. So let's just keep the uh, media empire takeover continuing. Our numbers have dwindled now that Isaac is gone. So we need to double our ranks. So let's get them in there. I and then the last thing is if we double in... our listenership, he'll come back maybe. So. Oh, did he say that? I don't know if he said that. that I think he probably said game. that in his promo. He said a lot of stuff. He said how I'm basically like uh, a second father to him. And you're also a father uncle figure. And that well, he, said he also thought of us uncle, as, but yeah, he thought I of thought us as kind of a married couple, me and you, and that he was our son kind of thing. <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure it was like not explicit, but the subtext was there. Yeah. It's all about the subtext. Uh, oh, ab- absolutely. So, yeah. Mm. If you want to bring back Isaac, you, everyone better come out. Sign up. Sign up. Give us your money. No guarantees, though. <laughs> no guarantees. Uh, last thing, if you do get in on the Patreon ASAP, uh, you will get invited to the Hype House. Which will be that happening door is closing, at closing though. Yeah, doors are closing. We're in January. Okay. We're we're booking uh, this soon. We're booking this baby. And let me tell you what, when you book an Airbnb that's large, there are only so many beds. Okay. And you know the first thing that happens when everybody gets there is we sprint to a room and claim a bed. You take your pants off and rub your naked bottom everywhere so nobody wants to be in there with you. Okay. It's the most hygienic thing to do as well. Yeah. Or we get a place so, with bunk beds. Yeah, even better. Then you just get on the top bunk and you say, I'm a bedwetter. <laughs> Two for the price of one. Uh, so the Hype House, what is that, Colin? Tell us what that is. Picture this. You're going to a tournament. You got all your friends you all get a sweet Airbnb in a nearby neighborhood that, you know, got a nice little kitchen. It's got, you know, some real generic decor, live, laugh, love, uh, you know, a nice big table to play you know, card games on. And you're just drinking, having a great time. And then you're like, oh, fuck, we got to go play in the tournament. But the Hype House is like that, but you don't have to go anywhere. You just stay there. We're going to be there. We're going to be playing games. We're going to be grilling things. We're going to be hanging out, sharing our feelings. You know, we got a bunch of board games. We're going to play Living Lurkers format, maybe even Living Legends format. We're going to draft, drink too much, eat too much, and uh, form great memories together. Because Hamster cuddle pile every night. Big puddle of cuddle, you know what I'm saying? Just Massage circles. 
I'm gonna have to stretch. You know, do some hand stretches. You know, make sure <laughs> strengthening exercises. Nope, like, those two things are optional, but you know. No, I meant me, not you, not everybody, just me. Oh, gotcha. It's fine. Yeah, yeah I just yeah, meant yeah. cuddling and massage circles are optional. I don't want to feel oh, yeah, have yeah, anybody yeah. feel pressure. Strongly encouraged, but extremely no optional. <laughs> yeah, Consent. exactly. So is our our donation jar by the door. No, there won't be one of those. Uh, no, there definitely there will won't be. There will be, hopefully, an epic Costco run. Lots of food. Good times. Hell yeah. Hell. So, yeah. But uh, we do have to book that soon. So, you know, if you've been on the edge and you're just like, you know, I just want to do it. I want to go hang out, make new friends, or be with friends you already know and you just aren't in our, you know, Discord already, just do it. Let me just know. Just get in there. It's going to be great. only got like a week, a week or two. <laughs> Not a lot of time. So this is your last chance. I'm going to say that. Awesome. Let's do it. Mosey on to the main topic. Here we are, the main topic. Welcome, everybody. You've made it. We didn't talk about our lives that we normally do, but I think that's fine, you know, with the, uh, the economy as it is right now, it's kind of the economy as it is. And Isaac's <laughs> sadness, I don't think, uh, people want to want to hear about anything. So let's just get into some flesh and blood. That's why we're all here. So heavy hitters. Ooh. Number of things have happened. Quite a few spoilers have come out. We have five out of the six heroes that are going to be in the set. Uh, a smattering of cards have been confirmed. No weapons, very little equipment. Uh, Colin, you are a brute guy. How are you feeling right now? Oh, you're beating your chest. Incredible. Beat, beat chest, beat, <laughs> beat feet, beat chest, beat whatever. Oh, we do have a we do have a weapon though. It's Centauri sabers, so it's not exciting. Um, boo. Oh, there's also Luminaris and Graven Call, but they're not for this set of brutes yeah. and yeah. warriors and guardians. <laughs> I'm a brute, old brute guy. I don't play a lot of yeah. brute anymore, but that's going to change very soon. I have a feeling because number one reason is beat chest. Wow. What a great, great new mechanic. Great bolded words on the, these cards where it says beat chest as an additional cost to play this. You may discard a card with six or more power. Boom. Thank you. I just want to choose the card that I discard. Yeah. We we figured out how to do it. And then they made everything about being off the top and rolling dice. And Brute became kind of weird. And now we have a really great way of kind of bringing that consistency and mm -hmm. I'm really excited about this. Things that I'm weird about and we'll talk more about later is that they just brought Reinar back. <laughs> His new art's cool. I don't really get why he just wandered into this gladiator den, but he's there now. And who's he there with? K.O. armed and dangerous because he has one arm. Thematically great. 
Cool power. He has a cool power. Attack action, attack action cards you own get plus one while they're in any zone other than the combat chain. So, you know, six power thing. Five power things become six power all over the place. Except in the combat chain. Um, but he has one weapon zone because he has one arm. So that's... It's strange, but it's kind of cool. So, yeah. I don't know. I have... I have mixed feelings, as <laughs> usual. But I do think this new mechanic of Beat Chest is really cool. There's a couple of new Reinar specialization, or at least one new Reinar specialization that looks really cool. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping these Guardian Brute combo, you know, hybrid cards are uh, pretty cool. So we'll see. Nice. I, I don't know. I have I have hope. I'm not someone who can like look at cards and be like, "Oh yes, and I pat I'm going to pair this up with this card and this is the this is the thing that's going to happen and I already know all the optimal solutions to everything." It's like, "No, I just they look cool, the art looks fun. It's going to take me 3 months of playing the deck to understand the implications of these things." But I do think picking a 6 out of your hand rather than hoping that you hit it randomly pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, it allows you to like have a beat chess deck potentially and not have to do a random discard the whole time. So you don't only have to have six power attacks for that sort of thing. Maybe uh, less powerful with Reinar since he has his original uh, text. If you were to go the beat chest route only, if there's going to be enough cards to support that. But anyway... Uh, yeah, I think it's, gosh, I don't know. I'm not a brute guy. It was like, uh, the class besides Ninja that I was least, well, it's hard to say. I think Reinar or, or brute Ninja and Mechanologist were like the three classes when we first started playing that I was like, I have absolutely no interest in any of these decks, you know, but I really loved playing Reinar in whatever that format was. Welcome, Welcome to Wraith Welcome draft. To Wraith, yeah. I thought that was so fun. Um, so hopefully I'll get some of those similar vibes drafting in this set. Um, KO yeah. seems really interesting. I think that's really cool hero design a new way to design a same hero with uh i think it's a 10 out of 10 in terms of like really cool power that's really interesting and then the card has told a story we get to see him again much like they mm -hmm. did with kasai you know she also has gone had something happen in her life so uh you know she she's quite a bit different and so is ko so i think that's yeah she's got really gold cool. now she got rich <laughs> yeah she went from <laughs> copper to gold oh, that's a glow up right there you know ko lost an arm kasai's got a gold and a bunch of friends she can hire <laughs> yeah totally ko is he's got this rad hairdo though that looks better than ever he's definitely more yeah, swole I mean, he looks it looks dope. The art looks amazing. Uh, I'm really, I, I agree. The storytelling of like 
where he is in his life here is really interesting. I'm mm-hmm. I'm excited to see them just continue to create heroes that just kind of have these different variate, you know, like variable things. Like I, they have one. He has one hand. Like <laughs> the implications. <laughs> You know, yeah. hopefully he's got more options than just claw, but you know, it's it's interesting. It's cool that they're thinking about how to how to do that. I'm curious if it was like a balance thing, or if it was just a flavor thing, or a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. It's really interesting design, and I'm excited to to see that. And I'm glad it's not just you know, big hit and KO like previously, who just. Yeah, you know, either killed you or died <laughs> every game. <laughs> so since we're on brutes too, before we get to like Betsy and and that sort of thing, because we haven't really talked about that, uh, you want to talk about the Reinar drama <laughs> that happened before uh, the end of last year? <laughs> I sure do, but I need you to tell me what happened. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Well, it seemed that like we got the Reinar reveal and I, I was among the people who definitely said, typed in the chat WTF, you know, we got this rad new art Reinar reckless rampage with the exact same hero text Mm. and you know, people were, had, had negative feelings about that, that we were just getting a reprint of Reinar now at a majestic level he's exactly the same he has new art and nothing has changed and people i think felt betrayed seems like a too strong of a word but maybe tricked because we saw kasai right away as the reprint but has a brand new art and hero ability then we saw some new heroes then we saw ko brand new art new hero ability and then here comes the next brute. Everybody's so excited, hyped up for a new brute because we've got our reprint with our uh, new hero ability. So what's this new brute going to be like? And then it's just Reinar with the same hero text. And I think people felt like the timing of that, including myself, was you know, led to some sort of a weird feeling. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that was way less exciting than I had anticipated it to be, you know? And then there was some back and forth about, well, people weren't upset about this on Outsiders when we reprinted uh, four heroes. Nope, three heroes, excuse me. And, uh, you know, that sort of thing. And I, you know... Blah blah blah, and then people chilled out, and now it's fine. But what do you do? You have any uh, just it, just for me to not go on a long uh, rant, and I'm the only voice here. Do you have any thoughts about how that all went down, or your feelings about it? I thought you'd never ask. Uh, <laughs> thank you for breaking that down. I I kept thinking there was something bigger that happened, but it is just more that people. F- had a little bit of a huh kind of reaction and then they 
got a little bit. I think betrayed's a funny word because I feel like that's how people act on on Twitter yeah. and shit. Uh, and you know, process your feelings. Maybe don't do it publicly on a you know website. But yeah, and then tag the game designers. You, yeah, then definitely don't do it while you're tagging the game designers. Think about it for a little bit. Uh, because I think I, I felt similarly. It was just like, oh, you know, I was hoping to expand the brute class, you know, like, yeah, Guardian Scott has had so many heroes and they got two new heroes. Oh, no, just one, one so sorry. far. Olympia's warrior. Uh, so I guess, you know, it's probably just going to be Bravo in a ring now. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I guess Valda seems likely. Uh, anyways, so there's just like a little bit of little disappointment there. You know, it's cooler to have more options. Yes, we have Mm -hmm. other new heroes to play with as well, but I think the follow-up thought to this was this set is now intended to really big up Reinar. You know, there's going to be stuff in here that is specifically meant to push him up a little bit more hopefully uh i i I think for the most part they have done well no that's not true i'm gonna say they've done a good job at not like making any new hero like or like new cards like just totally gassing up a hero but they've totally done that multiple times so uh hopefully it's reinar's (laughs) turn he's just gonna be like really strong and consistent and that'll be fun for everybody that loves Reinar. Um, hopefully he doesn't get too gassed up so that he just boots him, boosts himself into the living legend status. But I don't think that's... I don't know if that's likely. We'll see. If Brute is, we'll find if out. Brute is meta... I mean... You know, if Reinar is meta and he's good... He's going to be good. So I think they've always been afraid of that. So we'll, we'll see what they did. And I think looking at some of the cards and, you know, the the beat chess stuff is going to be a little bit more. It's going to be all about looking back at brew cards. I mean, like, does this card say randomly discarded six card right. to trigger this effect? Or does this card say, you know, if you've discarded a six power card this turn? So it's going to be a lot of that, a lot of figuring it out and kind of learning to deal with brute shit because you still got scab skins and you still don't have a lot of on hits so if you're just pushing damage it's not it has proven itself to be just not as effective um Mm -hmm. and consistent so if it can be a little bit more consistent uh, I think it's going to be a pretty sweet deck um I was thinking about this I thought this was interesting just because like beat chest it's got like the Ungo Bunga vibes, like, Ooh, you know. Yeah. But I feel like when people talk about like Ungo Bunga decks, they mean like, you know, Cheerios Briar and like things like that. <laughs> yeah, that right. Just like, <laughs> I just slammed on cards and I just kill you really fast. Yeah. And like, it's funny that the the flavor of that is, of all this is great and very brute and Reinari, but it's like in the mechanical meta, <laughs> yeah. you know, view of this, mm-hmm. it's. It's not really Unga Bunga, but I do hope, and I know that any of us who play Brute at Armory are going to beat our chest when we when we do it. So it'll be fun. Looking fun forward as hell. to that. Hell yeah, yeah. Uh, all good points, Colin. 
uh, I think it's right now it feels weird, right? For all of those reasons. Like, why didn't we get, why, you know, if we're going to reprint KO and give him new art, then why do we need a reprint of Reinar? You know what I mean? And then why are we going to do that with, uh, Kasai, you know, and maybe we, and, and I think if we do Reinar as the first hero spoil, spoiled, I think it maybe sits better as, as we go through the heroes potentially, you know, um, but you know, the, those things are really hard to predict. Uh, but that's kind of how I feel about it is like, you know, I don't mind if Reinar's in this set, but why don't we have Reinar like, you know, King of the Jungle or King of the Ring, you know, or or something like that, where he's we can have him, but let's just have him be slightly different. You know what I mean? With a yeah. different hero power, like that would feel fun. And I think some of the people, you know, some people are saying like, well, we weren't upset in Outsiders, you know. And it was like, yeah, totally. We weren't upset. First time that had happened, like, cool. We'll see how this goes. Never played Benji in draft. That will be fun. Same reason I'm like, well, KO is a totally different mechanic. And so is Kasai, you know. Um, but I think it's also any... just a lie. Like, I'm pretty sure people were upset in Outsiders when they were just like, here's Katsu again. And all the ninja players are like, really? We're not getting a, we don't get a new ninja to play. And Benji was young only. Like, you know, I think yeah. they kind of, they fixed it by making, you know, new, young, and old heroes. Yeah. And we don't just have like Blitz heroes only. Um, and people have wanted Kasai for a long time. KO, I'm less sure if that's something people actually like wanted um, as a uh, adult hero, um, especially in his original form would have been stupid, but. Um, yeah, you know, I think I know, it's interesting because it feels like with Brute, I get the feeling that they are struggling to un, like realize his identity. It's like they had some thoughts mm-hmm. on it, and it seems like those thoughts changed, and they're kind of like in this weird spot where they make things like rock, <laughs> and right. uh, you know, uh, and all the dice rolling cards, and it's just. Yeah, I I think you know I love Reinar King of the Ring. That would have been great, you know. But I I'll take it. You know, like I said, Reinar is getting some support. He's needed some actual good new cards that aren't just about rolling a dice or drawing off the top and discarding mm-hmm. and hoping that it's good. Um, so I I'm excited to see what else comes out um, for him curious if there's going to be a new weapon or if they're going to go club and claw i do love club shout out to zane in discord uh loves uh club it's it's just fun i remember <laughs> i love doing club yeah it's a cool weapon two for five is pretty fun it's pretty it feels good. good out of a weapon you know you uh, a yeah. couple of those uh bellows bellow attacks and like discard a card and it's like two for like 11 or something stupid <laughs> like you know you come in with a giant club attack it was fun hell yeah so yeah that's we'll really rad yeah 
We will. Right. I mean, you know, I'm not ups. You know, I I could care less, really. Well, not really. I I want people <laughs> to be happy. I guess you know. You could care it, less. <laughs> and I I'm excited to get to play Reinar. It uh, definitely has a bit of those uh, portions in it. I mean, I did feel a little weird in Outsiders, like why don't we get some like new art here for these heroes or something like that. And this yeah. is my last negative point, and then I'll talk about the the positives. Um, is that we really got like Katsu just shows up in Outsiders with no lore backstory. You know, I th- I think two two things. I I don't know if LSS understands how much we care about the lore of this game. You know, mm. like we really do. Like I want to read those stories and I want to know what's happening, you know, and those are all like locked in my brain as things that are taking up space, <laughs> you know, and like let's let's have more stories because that's one of the coolest parts about being a part of this game is that it has a story and like let's continue to tell that please and have some sort of reasonings for some stuff and not leave everything on a cliffhanger you know what i mean story this is the thing about storytelling it's infinite so if some things resolve in this story that would be fine or get closer to resolution i would love that so i it, as long as we get like Reinar's in the freaking death arena because he's just like I'm king of the savage lands. I'm going to go alpha rampage over here and be the king as well. Cause I'm just hungry for competition or something. That'd be awesome. Or whatever the story is, you know what I mean? That'd be great. Uh, would have loved to seen a lady brute as well. Get some, some of those green women out there representing. For all the the single green moms at home, you know, they're important too. Uh, <clears throat> but positives, I love this new adult hero art. I believe the young hero art is from the reprint that they already did of him in Classic Battles. Yeah. Um, I I also like uh the new Reinar specialization show no mercy is really cool when this attacks a hero just intimidate them <laughs> like mm-hmm. so fun and if it's defended hero has no cards in hand it gets plus nine or sorry plus three so it becomes a three for nine which is pretty yeah. rad so if you can like you know even with just a uh not a what's the um it's not primeval bellow What's the one that's a zero cost non-attack action that just intimidates and gives plus if barraging they don't? Beat down. Barraging beatdown. You know, pitch stacks and barraging beatdowns with your show no mercy because you don't need to discard a six as a extra cost. It just intimidates you for the fourth one. And then it comes in for a bajillion. So sick. That'd be so that's cool. That's how we used to do it. That's how it used to be done. Pitch deck the yeah. barraging beatdowns. Alpha, alpha rampage. Discard your. But see whole now hand, you take that, like that extra card damage. Doesn't even you don't need that extra card, which is pretty yeah. rad. Yeah. So, I think that's that's really awesome and in a ton of fun as well. So I I, and I like the direction brutes going in. I think Ko 
has like a really interesting hero power. And I hope that there is some design space for not having an arm rather than there being a void of dev- uh, design space for that. You know what I mean? So if they give him like a, a prosthetic, he can like attach and then equip like a second arm or a second weapon mid game. Or like, you know, bloody flesh bag after you've have so many sixes or dealt so much damage, then you can like take this out of your inventory and now you've attached the like bones and flesh of your enemies that you've constructed an extra arm out of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like random skull, attach it to your arm and beat it into somebody else's head. Yeah, totally. And then he transforms into a shadow hero and all of his arm cards go underneath him and he's now an evil robot or something. You know, we're just doing whatever we want now. So let's just, yeah. let's just go over here and do it. Yeah. Um, uh, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, the new hero art, dope. Wisney Tan, original Reinar artist, has done all the Reinar uh, hero art. So just continues to bring the raw intensity and it's awesome. So very Reinar excited. Reinar also looks marketably more diesel than he ever has, which <laughs> I like that. You know, he's a. Uh, He's not skipping back, arm, back, and shoulders day, that's for sure. <laughs> totally. And this is a very sexy pose. You know what I mean? They kind of like He's like looking over his shoulder like, turn. yeah, like, I see you back there. Follow me this yeah. way. Yeah. I'm going to come here. You over here now. Yeah. <laughs> you like this, these uh, lats? You like this low back action? You know, it gives me Come vibes here. of it gives me vibes of uh, like Planet Hulk. Uh, yeah, vibes where like Hulk ends up on another planet. I, that's what they ended up doing in that that one Thor movie. Was it Love mm-hmm. and Thunder? Uh, where he uh, Ragnarok. Ragnarok is it Ragnarok? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Hulk's there, just like hulking out all the time. And yeah, just that's Reiner. He's just out there. He's having a great time. Not quite what I thought he was going to do with his life, but, you know, it's his choice, you know? Totally. He's, you get, you, he's a wild animal. Him, you watch him grow up, and then you got to let them make their own choices, even if they're mistakes. And it's if you were him. interested in what Reinar was doing before he got to the Deathmatch Arena, go check out our lore recording voiceover by Greg. It's a wonderful read. It's very fun. Excellent soundtrack, if I don't say so myself. And you don't have to read it if that's not clear. You just listen to Yeah, it. it's an audio experience, it's a flesh and blood audio. audio experience. All right. Speaking of awesome things, <laughs> it's time to talk about Betsy. Hell yeah. Uh, just a just a great <laughs> But other than the pun about betting and waging, uh, so bad, and her name being Betsy, uh, this hero is great. We have a new guardian. Her name is Betsy, or Betsy's skin in the game. Uh, her hero ability says, whenever an attack you control wagers, you may pay two resources. If you do, the attack gets plus one and overpower. So interesting 
a combination of kind of like the Bravo dominate power with Mm -hmm. the new wagering uh, keyword. And I think it's just cool. Like one, she's just like a big woman and fuck. Yeah. She's proud of it. She rocks it. Like that's, I was just like, I even showed my wife. I was like, check this out. They just put like a fat woman on here and she looks so (laughs) awesome. Like, yeah. There's no shame in any of it. It's just like, I'm here. I'm going to rip. Uh, she totally ripped like a giant wolf's head off and then is wearing its skin. Um, yeah. Because she's a super badass. So, like, I don't know. Kudos kudos to y'all for going there and doing that. Uh, not printing another waifu and just giving us, well, I guess a new kind of waifu. Let's, like, not your standard waifu, not your uh, dated you know, beauty standards. This is Betsy. Yeah. She's got it going on. Hell yeah. Yes. Me too. I love Betsy's energy. I think, uh, uh, shout out to Kiki on, uh, Twitter. I think in the young version, I think they said, you know, making your enemy, your couch is a hell of a vibe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or it's like the energy I'm bringing in 2024 or something like that. And yeah. it, and it is, it's, it's pretty awesome, you know? And if you don't think a big lady can be strong, you need to go check out, uh, Sarah Robles, who's a American weightlifter, Olympian medalist from the United States. She's a very large, powerful woman. Uh, one of the things I like to do in my class is show my little high school students women Olympic weightlifting and it's all in kilos and they're always like, how much is that? And I'm like, bro, that's like 425 pounds. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah. And she's accelerating it off of the ground over her head. And they're like, damn, that shit's lit. (laughs) Not sus. Children. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, Betsy's Betsy wins also is a 10 out of 10, uh, really cool vibe, cool art. Uh, well, Betsy is a nine out of 10 because she has the worst name in, in the game. One of the worst names. Betsy's great, but skin in the game. We could have called her Betsy. And I posted this on Twitter, you know, Betsy, you know, the destroyer would have been more funny. You know what I mean? Or, you know, whatever. Anything else besides skin in the game, which I get the pun or whatever. But she's, anyway, 9 out of 10, dope art, great (laughs) hero ability. I think that's going to be really cool. I love it that's an optional additional cost for all attacks, not attack action cards. And the Mm -hmm. plus one is really sick. You know, because it adds a ton of value potentially to like, you know, it just makes your blues better as well. Mm. You know, your five, maybe six cost, your eight costed dominated already blues that you can run. Just have like an extra one uh, power in there. And as we know from Ira, when you get a plus one power shit, it really adds up. So uh i it, it's great i i she's the hero i think i'm most excited about 
so far mm. coming out of the set just because of her her whole deal, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's interesting, you know, it's tied to the attack wagering, so I think we'll have to see how many of her attacks do that. Um, right. I mean, it hopefully has to be has to be some kind of critical mass so that it's it's not like her hero ability isn't doing anything. Right. But uh, I think it's, yeah, I, I agree. It's it's a cool ability. It doesn't feel, I mean, well, I, I feel like I say this a lot. It doesn't feel busted right now, but it, it very well could be. Um, yeah. You know, anytime you can just, you know, guarantee damage, um, mm-hmm. especially with a hero like, Guardian or a class like Guardian that has hit effects that is potentially really strong. So this is the other hero I'm most excited about. I think Reinar and Betsy are the two ones that I would like to to dabble in and see how they feel in the constructed format. Um and we'll we'll see how much how much wagering I can do and in, in a big Betsy shit, you know? Oh, I big love Betsy that. energy. Yeah, that could have just been her name, Big Betsy, comma, shit. <laughs> Maybe not, though. I guess it works better without the comma. I, I think Betsy Bet Big shit. is Bet Big is her specialization, and it's a four-costed eight-attack uh, guardian card. And it says, when this attacks a hero, you may wager a gold, might, and vigor token with them which is crazy. You just get all of yeah. the things or not uh, in your wagering. So two blues, boom. Bad boy comes in for nine. Uh, <clears throat> I do wonder how important gold is going to be mm-hmm. in this set. We haven't seen any real payoffs for it. I think there's some been some speculation that cash in will be a reprint. Uh, mm-hmm. That seems like a maybe too good of a card. I'm not sure especially when you have like uh, agility tokens floating around. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So uh, anyway, uh, that's that's something I'm interested in knowing about. I also like that specialization. I, I think it's really cool. Now, my, my kind of other question here, just kind of big picture since we're talking about the big stuff, is, you know, kind of what are your... Th- thoughts on this set like that is it like really interesting you are you like man these heroes are so cool i love the deathmatch arena vibe i think that's really awesome oh also shout out to betsy's new deathmatch arena border she has on her hero card Mm. that is really cool that is like my favorite border for sure um, but what are your thoughts on, like, are you really hyped for this set? Also, what was the last set you were like really hyped on as well? <laughs> <laughs> you know, not saying um, you're a, a general bummer person, but I'm just, I'm just kind of wondering. But, you know, you're generally a bummer. Uh, <laughs> That's not what I'm no, saying. I feel like you're no, a very positive person. I can be if I want to be. I think Some- you're a bummer when it comes to yourself. Other oh, stuff, damn, you're dude. very positive. Wow, let's just cut to it. Let's, I, you know, therapy's Friday, but we can start now. 
might as well, you know. It's Friday <laughs> it's somewhere. It's time to reflect. Um, all right. Well, you asked me two things. Was the last set I was excited? I think I'm excited for every set. I was excited for, well, Bright Lights was a little like, you know, I think I, I, I created some excitement where there maybe was a little bit less, but <laughs> I, Outsiders was cool. I thought, you know, the, the three or the six hero three class uh, format was really interesting. Um, it seemed like, uh, you know, all the stuff for Azuri and Assassin was really cool, um, even yeah. though, like, it kind of split the assassin pool into two, you know, unmergeable things, which is a little rough sometimes yeah. when you're trying to like, you know, get into a hero and then half the card pool just doesn't seem to apply to you. But that being said, I'm, you know, I am the deathmatch arena thing. I don't know. It's a little on the nose. It's a fighting game. And mm -hmm. now they're like, let's just throw all pretense of, you know, story out the window and it's just people <laughs> fighting for money yeah um so that's a little see that's meh. the thing i like because it fucking makes sense <laughs> the rest of the I game mean, the, makes no sense Monarch you know what i mean was a f you know fight against light and okay. shadow you know that makes how epic that makes that? sense also you're right you know and then in aria totally right. they were like before we band together we all got to fight each other you know it's like like in no, that was movies. not the story. That was not the story. <laughs> then why were they fighting in Tales of Aria? Exactly, they were all on the same side. This is my exact <laughs> thought that I have about every set that comes out. Why is Benji in the pits? Why does he need to be stabbed or stab Arachne? Because he has an unhealthy relationship with Katsu, and he followed him there, even though Katsu said, I don't love you anymore. Get. But, but Arachne doesn't <laughs> even know Katsu. This, okay, anyway. So that's what I like Benji. about that. I know, but I Katsu doesn't Benji. know Arachne, solitary confinement. He's in doesn't solitary confinement. He knows nobody. That's true. That's his whole thing. But then how those bodies get there? Anyways... <laughs> I think well I think now he's fun... in solitary confinement before it was a party. And so that's why the deathmatch arena makes the most sense. I'm like, yes, we're actually fighting now. Yeah, I mean I get I get that, <laughs> but it leaves very little to any uh story imagination there. I mean, there's no there's no hoops we gotta jump through to yeah. make it make sense. But that being said, there's a lot of fun keywords. I like keywords, so I always think they're kind of fun to be like, oh, yeah. I mean, in practice, it turns into that thing. You're like, oh, fuck, I forgot this keyword. Like, I need to I need to pay attention to these keywords and how they're interacting with what I'm trying to do. Um, and there's, like, a bunch of tokens, uh, you know, might, vigor, agility. Uh, can be kind of crazy. Uh, the clash thing, you know... I thought it sounded kind of cool. Uh, some people have pointed out that it's like the same mechanic from Magic the Gathering. I think that's that's fine. But also, I think it makes sense in this the theme of this set. I don't yeah. know what it'll be like in like constructed format um, where, you know, 
all of a sudden you're just like doing things that are just kind of like, I don't know, different uh, than anybody else is doing for some unknown reason. But, you know, I'm not excited about two new warrior heroes. I don't that fucking much. Because uh, <laughs> I, I saw Olympia and I was just like, well, that seems like a dumb hero power. And then a bunch of people were like, oh man, blah, blah, blah. I was like, shit, there's going to be something. This is going to be messed up. And I'm going to have to deal with this stupid guy named Olympia. Like, why are they named Olympia? Prized fighter. Prized fighter. Past tense. Terrible. He used yeah. to be prized. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. But yeah, I. It seems. Okay. I like this key. I like this keyword universal. That's fun. Yeah. Well, in any zone, this is the same class as your hero. That seems like it could be dangerous. Um, but, you know, we like to flirt with danger here. So that's fun. Um, but yeah, I. Yeah. People don't know that. That's the podcast's middle name is danger. Where did, where does it go? There's three. Is it well, the it goes before act? its is last it? name. It's its first name is the Attack Action Podcast. Middle name Danger. And what's its last name? Well, we we'll have to save that for later. We can't give away all of our. They're gonna take the podcast social security number. <laughs> what was your steal podcast? its identity? Mother's maiden name. <laughs> yeah, totally. You know, can't give all that stuff away. It was uh, Session Blood. <laughs> Yeah, Shout exactly. Out. Shout yeah. out to Carol and Mr. Fantastic. I miss those guys and not understanding what they were saying because they talked about a lot of cards that I hadn't read yet and they knew so much more than I did. Um, yeah, so th- does that answer your question? I I don't know how Yeah, I think so. It. Yeah, because I'm in this place because I ask you because I, I feel the same. Like I was pretty... L- lukewarm about an all mechanologist set but i was willing to give it a try and be excited about it and find cool stuff um and it was fine you know it was totally fine and then you know outsiders wound up being kind of my favorite set from last year but in terms of like i think i'm also historically been spoiled so we got into the game right before crucible so it was like okay cool i already have heroes i'm glommed onto. i just got new cards for those heroes i'm glommed onto. and then we got uh monarch which had chain which i was like super into and then uh another rune blade came out with tales of aria and i was just like wow i'm really feasting right now this is really fun what came out after Tales? I can't even remember. That's so long ago. Dynasty? Yeah. Uprising? Dynasty? Yeah. Uprising was a nice draftable set. And then that came out, and that... Oh, no, it was Everfest came out. Right? <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. I've never heard of that set. <laughs> which was kind of a miss. But anyway, uh, there just seemed like for those beginning parts, there was like heroes. I was like really excited to get to play 
Mm. And kind of all of last year that did not happen. You know what I mean? And it doesn't look like it's starting to happen this year. But it's like, I got my boy Arachne now. And that's yeah. just the life I live. And so maybe I'm not the target audience for that. You know what I mean? Because I just have a, a separate agenda in terms of what I'm really looking for in a set. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, then for Graven calling coercive tendency. That's it. You're done. Oh yeah, totally. I can't wait to <laughs> just get those and just be like, boom, I'm done. I got the cards I needed. Love it. Um, <clears throat> so I don't know what a set would need to even have for me to be like this. I've never been more excited in my life. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, and I don't think they, every set has to do that for every person as well. No. It you totally I mean? doesn't. I think it's, it is hard. I think it, it gets harder the longer we've been in the game. I yeah. think the levels of hype, like everyone who was there for Monarch, the levels of hype were so intense that I was like mm-hmm. physically and emotionally exhausted <laughs> getting ready for that set release. Largely because there wasn't much else going on in in my life, because I was working at home and not going outside as much as possible. <laughs> and ever since then, it's kind of been like, you know, diminishing returns on that. And it, I appreciate that. And it's also, you know, you miss it a little bit. You know, you, you want that. Yeah, totally that spike of adrenaline and i you know one thing that i find really uh well i one thing i I don't think this really helps they just like randomly release spoilers where it's just like oh we got one like four days ago and then there's like one today and then or like you know and then like a week and a half later you get one and there's just like no rhyme or reason they set a spoiler season and then they just like randomly release shit at any given point leading up to that. And you're just like, yeah, why, why are you doing this? Like, just like either make it a long spoiler season where you trickle it out and we have just something constant to like talk about and we know what to expect and be, you know, but I, I feel like when you just kind of like, you know, there's no anticipation cause you just don't know when it's going to happen. So it's just kind of, like, yeah. oh, you know, I just don't think it's going to happen. And then there is stuff. And then you're like, oh, well, there's some stuff. And then you're like, oh, that's interesting. And then you just like kind of forget about it for a while because it's like so far away. So Mm -hmm. I think that's, for me, that's part of it. Spoiler season seems to be a little weird um, the way they're running it. And, you know, one thing I've noticed too is just for, as I've delved into like fighting games, like video games, um, there is uh, the idea of like, seasons and they release characters throughout the season and you know when a new character is announced and you know they start showing like videos of of the gameplay you know there's a lot of like hubbub about like oh like this look excuse me look at this move like the you know people are like analyzing Mm -hmm. the frame data from like the video to see like if they can figure out like you know, the different kind of mechanics and abilities and uh, the power level of these heroes before they come out. And it's it is a it's a similar thing where there's some people who are super hyped. There's a bunch of people who hate it. You know, this is busted. 
you know, why, why would they do this and not that? Uh, and then, you know, when it comes out, a lot of people play it, they try it out and then they kind of go back to their, their mains that they enjoy more. And then, you know, we just kind of go on. So I think in that regard, it's good to just have more heroes, which is, I think part of why just reprinting Reinar is kind of a miss because it could have just been a different brood hero. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think, uh, it's it's probably good because we don't need to try to collect and play every single new hero, um, you know. But it's hopefully it's exciting for somebody. Hopefully it's bringing in a new player who's like cool. Like I want to be this, you know, weird dude Olympia. <laughs> and I know the most. He's the weirdest dude in the set, but he's like the most regular guy, which we haven't even talked about because he's just so kind of whatever. You're, the you're first token. time, first time each of your attacks wins a wager. The first time each of your attacks wins a wager, create a gold token. It's like, what? There's <laughs> gonna have lots of gold. Yeah. So you know it. There's parts of it that are really exciting. There's other parts where it's just like. I don't know. I probably won't play with a lot of these cards because if they're not, you know, good enough to go in a Reiner deck or a Betsy deck. I mean, maybe if I make a Betsy deck, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, depends. But, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think it it's going to be weird. They want to release so many heroes this year. Like, what is what does that end up feeling like? I mean, I feel like we're already at a level where it's like, wow, there's a lot of heroes like you to like really be on top of things like you have I, to know about a lot of different heroes and their cards and how they all play and stuff you know it's kind of crazy yeah i mean i have no issue with that i think that's fine i mean your my human brain's capacity to basically memorize cards every single set and not forget any from previous sets really like you know, we got to be at like 90% retention rate on all of those. You know what I mean? And so if there's more heroes, that's fine. I can remember what they do. I might not remember what their game plan is, which I think is fine. I think more heroes in the game is better because it just just means more options options and more likely someone is going to be like, yes, this is who I play. Mm -hmm. Love this, you know? Um, and that's that's what the one of the huge draws to the game is that identity you make with one of the other heroes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So as long as that you know, as long as we keep getting new heroes, that that would be that'd be great and that's super positive. And I totally agree with like monarch hype is never gonna be we're never gonna get there again. You know what I mean? And I still believe, like, I don't think I need every set to be, like, so hype that I'm like, man, now I got to be an Olympia-prized fighter main because that's so cool, you know? (laughs) I think that's okay. That just means that there's so much variety in the game that it's not catering to just me anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's hitting a broader audience. And that's that's better, ultimately, for, like, the uh, health of the game in the future and that sort of thing. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think more heroes, yeah. it just makes more opportunity to do, have more fun. Let's just Absolutely. That. Yeah. Absolutely. And just, it's just cooler, I I think. I don't know. I'm I'm really into, you know, just being a one-trick pony now and just being like, this is my guy. It's the best way, I think, to interact with the game at this point. But I think that's uh I think that's I think that's admirable, Taylor. I Thanks. Colin, do you have like what's your favorite hero or class? I'm not even sure I know. Maybe you don't know, and that's why. That's I think that's where I'm at. Uh I well, okay. I love Wizard, I love Kano. Yeah. I don't love okay, that the that. only viable strategy is Ether wildfire basically is the only way you can Fair. really compete. Um, <clears throat> I don't love the amount of, you know, aggressive heroes that can just kill you before you can even try to do anything because you have 30 health. Um, and so, you know, that's just kind of on the back burner. I, I tried doing it last year. I played a lot of Kano. I lost to a Dromai a lot and I lost to Fi a lot. And I just kind of got tired of doing that. Um, so that's there. Outside of that, I do, I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm struggling with what I, what I do. Like, if I can have a main. I think that's something I wish I could just be like, yep, this is it. I'm going to do this. I like this. Uh, but lately, there hasn't been anything that like grips me like that you know yeah i appreciate the mechanics of arachne and azuri uh i really appreciate um you know brute and shadow brute i think like mm-hmm. there's like really cool stuff going on there um i even appreciate a good old bravo just you know i'm gonna block and swing my hammer and arsenal a big attack and then just <laughs> dominate crush you on my next turn and uh you know it's there's a very like flowy feeling to that that's nice um mm-hmm. so i think you know that that's kind of where i'm at this year i think this year is going to be a lot of i'm just going to play decks i'm going to build different decks i'm going to try them out i'm not going to really worry about my results so much. Um, I hope to just kind of explore things and really find something that, uh, just give more things a chance, you know? Um, another thing I've seen in like fighting games, there's a lot of stuff on like picking your main, you know, it's like the first video Mm -hmm. that comes out when a new game comes out, like, Oh, how to pick your main. And everybody's just like, just play all the heroes, which is easier on a fighting game. You know, you can do it by yourself. You can train, you can try out different things and see what it looks like and what their super cool moves do and be like, this is dope. I'm going to do this. Then you look at a list and you're like, this is tier, you know, F, but I like them. So I'm going to do it and and see how that goes. Uh, Hell yeah. So I think, you know, that's kind of where I'm at for flesh and blood heroes at the moment. But cool. Reinhardt def- definitely getting an update, buying some of these new cards when they come out, and uh, we'll we'll put that deck together, see how it goes. We'll look at Betsy, you know, keep trying Arachne. I do think Arachne is fun. It's, it's just like, let me see that card. You know, 
also Dashio. You know, like let me look at my cop card. You know, I, I like the things <laughs> you're just like, what do I do here? Oh, we'll play this at instant speed. Yeah, you know, just doing those like little fun things that not every hero gets to do is totally is uh exciting and fun. So I'm uh I'll be there and I'll keep y'all posted on on where I'm where I'm heading. Cool. I'm excited for this journey that you're on. To thank you. You know, to explore and test and see what stuff is. That's cool. You know, I'm. This is going to be the first set that I haven't bought any boxes of anything. I'm just going to buy my assassin singles. Yeah. And uh, you know, any other generics I think that are relevant, and then uh, call it good. But I am excited to draft this set. I'm always happy about new limited formats and that sort of thing. So. Uh, I thought Bright Lights was fine, not my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, it had its moments for sure, but it wasn't just wasn't uh, what I was looking for yet in the draft. So hopefully, with all of these split cards, I think the thing, uh, the split class cards that we have, the thing I really want to have happen, and it's something I know Zane uh, from our Discord is echoing as well is just like uh, more creative ways to add cards to your deck in draft. So if they have just like a ton more uses, then they can go in a bunch of different decks. And then while you're drafting, you can be a bit more creative and solve the puzzle of like, you know, these limited resources and, uh, I see what's being passed. I see what's open, and then being able to build a a deck, um, you know, around something like that. So I'm hoping that that's what this set is going to provide because I think that is kind of what Flesh and Blood's draft experience is is missing. Is it at a certain point it becomes rather on the rails? Mm. You know what I mean? Like Uprising for sure felt on the rails. Even some parts of bright lights felt a little bit on the rails and that sort of thing. So Mm -hmm. we'll see how that goes. Hopefully they nail that. That would be a great big win for me personally. And you know, for them as well. So yeah, I'm excited. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Sick. Should we, uh, (laughs) we're starting to look a little sleepy. Should we move on to signature segments here? Yes, we should. Let's do it. Awesome. I'm not sleepy. You're sleepy. <laughs> uh, here on the Attack Action Podcast, we like mini games. Not just small ones, but different kinds of games. Uh, Colin's going to share a game with us, and it might not be his favorite, but he's excited to share it with you. So, Colin, take it away. Imagine a world where you were like, you know, dogs are cool, but what if we made foxes domesticated animals? Welcome to the world of the fox experiment. Designed by Jeff Fraser and Elizabeth Hargrave, from famous designer of Wingspan. Uh, this nice. is this is a fun little game. Um, uh, shout out to Elliot. Don't know if he listens. Probably doesn't listen to Joe because he doesn't play Flesh and Blood. But uh, he's my board game buddy. Uh, he got this because he's a big Wingspan Elizabeth Hargrave fan. 
Uh, we played it the other day. Jess and I went over uh, and played with one of his friends. It is a... I'm trying to think about what its mechanic. <laughs> It's a game where you roll a shitload of dice. At least, you know, you start with a few dice, but then you end up with more and more dice. But basically, it's mm -hmm. a game where you're breeding foxes, and then you make new little foxes that you fill in. You have it's kind of like roll and righty, where you, like, write in mm -hmm. their attributes on a, a new card, and then you get to name them, which is fun. And then those new foxes go in the pool of, like, breeding foxes, and then the next round you breed new foxes and you can draft your old or like select your old or, you know, the children of your last brood. Uh, and then, you know, you kind of keep, you get this like kind of a building effect of like, Oh, like, you know, they've got, it's got like all these like kind of arbitrary uh, features for the, that like denote whether or not they're more and more domesticated. Like they, uh, uh, they bark, you know, barking is like a thing, I guess, that a sign <laughs> of domestication because they like, you know, they bark if s other people are coming. Uh, folded ears um, as a sign of domestication, uh, things like that. So you kind of like, you know, increase these things through the generations because, you know, the, the through selective breeding. Uh, and then each time you do that, you get more and more dice to roll for those attributes. So like their next, you know, the next round of children are going to have like a shitload of folded ears because I got to roll like six of these dice. Uh, and, you know, you do like research, you know, you like unlock a bunch of stuff, kind of like in Wingspan where you kind of like unlock more powers as you uh, put birds mm -hmm. in nests. Um, this one, you like unlock more powers as you do like research papers and like other <laughs> other studies and things like that. Um, but you know, it was just kind of like fun point salad -y victory point game where you roll a lot of dice and, uh, make funny names for your foxes. Um, so it was definitely, it was a good time, not my favorite game, but it was like, uh, it was fun. It had like a lot of things going on, but it still wasn't complicated. Like, you know, Jess who doesn't play as much board games as me, uh, was able to pick it up pretty quickly um, nice. and and have fun doing it. So that uh, that was the Fox Experiment. Awesome. That sounds fun. Yeah. I was uh, kind of only mildly into uh, Wingspan, but this sounds more fun, more dog-based, and I'm a big dog fan. Yeah. The the only downside of this is that they they kind of reuse a lot of the fox art, uh, so there's not like mm. a great, you know, expansive collection of different foxes that you get to look at. Uh, unfortunately, I think that was like one of the only downsides of like the aesthetics of it was like, well, if you're gonna have a whole game about foxes, like I feel like every card should be like a unique illustration of a fox, which I understand. Yeah that that's not possible uh because of money <laughs> but it it's it cute they all like have a, different names though i'm looking at pictures of it now yeah you well you, you the your first generation has their own names and then you name them all after that uh elliot's friend was naming them after uh celebrities with fox last names like michael megan fox, fox. michael j fox, fox 
Yeah, it was Michael J. Fox. Jamie Fox. Jamie uh, Fox. Vivica A. Uh, Fox. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it, it was funny as he is just like doing research on his phone as to what to name his. Uh, Rick his Fox. Foxes. The Rick Laker. Fox, yeah. yeah. Okay. He was a anyway, Laker. Yeah. That's sorry. True. I did. I had a, th- a Simpsons theme, so I just named them all after Simpsons characters. I That's think Apu, Apu ended up being like OP. <laughs> <laughs> cool. It was tight. Yeah. Well, awesome. I might check that out, actually. That seems pretty fun. Yeah. It's based on a real thing, too. It was a thing they did in Russia. They tried to, you know, learn more about selective breeding and how how fast you could create uh, a domesticated breed of a wild animal. Cool. Well, thanks, Colin. That seems awesome. I really like that. Well, you're welcome. Well done. Well played. Thank Good you. Good game. I- <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the game. Thank you for the podcast. Thank, thank anyway, you everybody, podcast. Uh, that has been our episode. Thank you very much. Uh, appreciate the listen. And Happy New Year to everybody. Uh, excited to see you all, interact with you all. Or just keep putting content out there for you and you just enjoy it silently and we never speak ever. That's fine, too. (laughs) Your choice. Dealer's choice. Dealer's choice. Cool. All right. Thanks, everyone. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.